first, let me tell you about American financing. I want you to take a moment and just think, where are you going to be in five years? I know that's that's pretty hard to imagine where we're all going to be in five years. Um, but let's just say things stay relatively stable. Are you ahead? Have you done the things to save money? I've got a report on inflation. It is out of control. That's really going to hurt you in the long run. Please pay your mortgage down. Please pay the least amount in credit cards that you can. Call American Financing. They will help you. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. Call them now. Whew. Uh, all right. Today's show, an important one. Stand by, it's coming up. It's Monday. We've got some uh, news to share with you today. Uh, You don't want to miss a second of today's show. If you want to be a part of the solution and not a part of the problem, don't miss a second. Coming up, we're going to talk to you a little bit about the COVID mandates in Australia. And perhaps we misunderstand Australia or have misunderstood Australia this whole time. They are in massive lockdown. Maybe a model for what is coming our way except we're a little different than australia also the news on your money the news on what the fed is doing and what inflation is doing very important for you and an update on australia all coming up in 60 seconds the glenn beck program before I do the commercial, can I just say I have a a pit in my stomach like I haven't had uh, in a while. Um, it, it, what what is happening in Australia in um, in Afghanistan is both miraculous and horrendous, and I'll try to give you some more details. But I I beg of you, I beg of you, even if you are not a praying person, usually. Please, please say a word for the operations uh, and for a Moses-style miracle of the seas parting. Um, it, is, it is vital, vital that we uh, pray uh, as it is really the only thing left. It is so close, so close. Please pray. All right. Uh, let me tell you. Uh, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's R- Relief Factor. You have heard me on this program talk about Relief Factor. So many people have gotten out of pain, uh, and Relief Factor really is about not giving up. Pain happens to all of us, but that doesn't mean that you have to lie down and surrender to it. And I learned that the hard way. And I didn't surrender. I went down fighting, and I thought it was over. I thought I had done everything I possibly can. 
Then my wife insisted that I try Relief Factor. I didn't think it would work for me. I literally am the kind of guy that wakes up on the operating table. I've done it twice now. Spooks the hell out of, out of uh, the anesthesiologist. They're like, bah! that's all I remember is just them looking at me like, oh, my God. Uh, and then I go back to sleep. Anyway, um, it's hard to keep me out of pain. It is hard to keep me down. And I thought there's no way. Something that's not a drug is going to be able to help me. 70% of the people who try Relief Factor go on to buy more. That's me. I've been taking it, I don't even know, two and a half years now? Time just, I don't have any idea how much time is. In some ways, it seems like it's been a billion years, the last five. And in others, it seems like yesterday. But I take it three times a day. And may I recommend, if you've given up, don't. Try Relief Factor, relieffactor.com, 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com, 800-583-84. All right. What's going on in Australia is truly bizarre, truly bizarre. They have the longest and the harshest lockdown in the world. Uh, nobody's going in or out of the country. You can't shop. Uh, they're killing dogs. So nobody comes and picks them up and tries to rescue them. It is bizarre what is going on. We wanted to talk to um, Avi Yemi, uh, Yemeni. He is the Australian uh, bureau chief for Rebel News. Uh, former Israeli Defense uh, Force marksman turned citizen journalist. And he has been watching this. And asking the the tough questions in Australia, Avi is in Australia now. Hello, Avi. How are you? Good day, Glenn. How are you going? <laughs> it's uh, good to talk to you, Avi. First of all, tell us what is what's happening because we in the United States are looking at this and thinking that those in Australia and frankly New Zealand have gone insane. What's happening? I don't think I could describe it any better. I think um, we've normalized it here. It's, um, it was interesting, just, uh, probably a week ago, people were sending around these photos of, of one of the uh, COVID camps that we have in the Northern Territories. And uh, I had cousins in Israel send me, are you really, have you really got these COVID camps um, with aerial shots of it? And I said, yeah, you realize nobody in Australia even blinks at that idea anymore because that's, you know, 2020, that's not even 2021. We are in lockdown. We, I'm in a city in Melbourne. This is the most lockdown city in the world. We're just about to hit the that um, the, the, the most lockdown, the most amount of days in lockdown. We're in the sixth lockdown right now. We're in the sixth week of the sixth, seventh day snap lockdown. And a lockdown here is uh, unlike what you guys experience in most of the states, here it is lockdown. You can't go more than five k from your house. There's a curfew. Can't go more than five um, k from your house. Five kilometers from your house. Okay. You cannot leave without your papers. You've got to. You've got to be an authorized worker. So as media, if I leave to go to work, um, I have to carry those papers. And if I'm not carrying them, I risk a five thousand dollar fine. Mm. Okay, so, but your idea in Australia is to, I mean, you've only had a thousand deaths, so it's remarkable, but your idea is that 
we're just going to stay in until we have zero zero sickness which is insanity absolutely they've been chasing zero from the beginning and uh, the fact is now zero is unsustainable you can't achieve it anymore um they've had the delta strain in new south wales they're getting over you know 1500 cases i think today um in melbourne where we've in in new south wales they tried they have more of a conservative government i'm using that term loosely here but um conservative for australia and they tried to lock down less um now in in victoria in melbourne where i am they love to lock down one it's like a race to lock down one case in states you know with six million citizens if you get one case of corona they lock down for five days but yeah you know we had zero cases on one day the next day we had eight cases they locked down for that snap lockdown and here we are six weeks uh, into it and i think today we had about 500 cases so it's it's growing um that that zero nobody's talking about at least in the states in the states that that are uh, currently in lockdown they're not they're not chasing those zeros anymore but um, in the other states where they don't have any cases, they've become a nation unto themselves. We cannot, you know, I can't travel. I'm, I'm, I'm a dual citizen, Australian, Israeli. My mum, my grandma, my, a lot of my family's in Israel. I haven't seen them for two years. I cannot get there as a dual citizen uh, to visit my own family. Now, that may be shocking to you to hear, but you know what's even more shocking? I can't go and visit family and friends in other states because they've built these um, barriers between them where you just cannot get in, in or what, out. What do you mean they've built these barriers are. between them? Physical barriers? Well, in, some, in some places, yes, physical barriers. Um, and in others, uh, not so much. It's, it's quite interesting, actually, looking at you know, from a political perspective, is that those that were very much anti the rhetoric of, of Trump and the border wall seem to be the first... <laughs> to build these walls. It's your Labor, your left-wing governments that just ran to um, build in, in Queensland. So Queensland, New South Wales, you actually have barriers that the Labor government um, has put up there. And it's just uh, symbolic, I guess, uh, you know, showing that they're doing something. It's, it's seriously politicised the entire thing at the expense of the Australian people. So um, we've we've greatly misjudged um, the Australians. We've always thought that they were very much like Americans, but there is not a libertarian spirit uh, that exists in Australia. Am I correct on that? I still have hope. I still have hope. Um, but yes, I would say it's quite sad to see what happened, I guess. I guess it was more predictable than I would have thought. If you look back in 1996, it was the conservatives that gave up the guns in Australia. So I guess it's not such a surprise that what are we now in 2021? Um, people are just rolling over and, and willing to give up every single civil liberty to chase a uh, zero chance of death from a virus. So, so um, what is, yeah, it's, it's a bit, what is the, what are these camps? So they have these ideas. Well, the, the ones that the, the people were sending me photos of was just a co. It's it's a COVID quarantine camp um, where they've just it's it's a big facility and they're building them around the country now. So you, you know, in Melbourne, they're building them. They've been using hotel uh, facilities, which they've just had problem after problem with. 
um, the cases coming out. So now they're building, uh, you know, big COVID camps for people returning from uh, overseas. So right now our borders are shut. You can, it, it is very hard to get in and out of the country. You need certain exemptions unless you're rich and famous. It is hard to get in and out of Australia. Um, so the idea is that once the population is uh, a 70 to 80 percent vaccinated, double vaccinated, or by that point, who knows what number vaccination they're going to be talking about. But whatever the fully vaccinated means at that point, then they can open the borders and uh, anybody travelling in from overseas would, uh, I imagine, have to stay at these quarantine camps. We don't know. Everything keeps changing. The the, the goalposts keep moving. Every yeah. every uh, Everything we aim for and we achieve and we reach, then suddenly, oh, that's not good enough because the virus got far worse since the last time we spoke. There was a um, um, audio that I heard, a, a video that was that was going viral around, uh, around America, where you had somebody in the Ministry of Health saying, uh, we're going to vaccinate, you know, uh, this number of children at the stadium and parents are not, a, not allowed uh, to attend. Did that happen? Is that true? You're just... Taking children? I, I, I don't know what the audio is, but uh, these days I would not be surprised. Now they're talking about the push for... Uh, the, so now they're pushing for 12 and above in schools. I don't think... At, at this point, it's not against parent the, the will of the parents. I haven't seen anything like that, but I wouldn't be surprised. At, at, at this point, they're trying to mandate it everywhere um, and coerce everyone into having the vaccine, including children, right now until 12. But uh, I've heard today uh, so-called health experts saying that we should be pushing under 12 as well. And I, I don't think any of them are, uh, any of the vaccines have been approved for under 12, but it doesn't seem to stop these madmen who have been given, who are just high on power. That's the problem. You've got health bureaucrats who are just enjoying the power trip and it's gone on for, we're coming up to two years soon. And it's got to Two stop. Years. I don't know how much more Australians can put up with this, but it, it is scary. It is scary to think, to see it happen and unfold. And, you know, we look, a couple of years ago, we were so free and we, we would have never expected that um, these kind, this kind of restrictions could sustain more than that four, first 14 days to flatten the curve. I, if you would have asked me in those first 14 oh, no. days, I would have thought there was no chance. But here we are, and I think, um, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful that, it, that there is a bit of libertarian spirit and people stand up and um, realize that they've been taken for a ride. But it is scary how many people... Have you heard what the planet... I mean, once you open this up, uh, you're going to get travelers and you're going to get sick. I mean... You just can't do this. Um, it's you know your problem. You, the pro, they won't let you in, Glenn, because you make too much sense. When you talk <laughs> too much common sense. You know what I mean? Has anyone asked that? Well, I mean, at some point you're going to open it up, and at some point you're going to then have very little immunity to whatever it is at that time. I think they've been fo they've been so focused on policing people's thoughts, policing people's 
actions. You know, some of the people that stood up and, and, and they did have that spirit you mentioned before, a lot of them are in jail right now. I don't know if you guys experienced that. There are people I know personally that have gone to jail for these crimes called incitement, for inciting people to stand up for their freedom. I saw a guy, I saw a guy on a horse that looked like Braveheart where he was saying, cross the border. They can't all arrest us now. Freedom! <laughs> I think he's probably in jail. I know, who you're t- I know what you're talking about, and yeah. that is at that border that I, was, I mentioned earlier where they did resurrect... Um, the Labor government did put up a barrier. But what is happening is in Australia, and I, and I think Americans, um, you guys need to take heed of what's happening here because guess what? We are physically ahead in time. We are, I don't know what time it is. It's 11.21 p.m. for me today on Monday, yeah. so I'm ahead of you. Yeah. So look into the future, see what's happening in Australia, and do not let it happen to the States because uh, I, one day I want to come back and visit you when I'm allowed out of this country and I, I hope that it's the same America that I love and remember and um, yeah. Avi, please stay in touch with us. Um, I appreciate um, you letting us know what's going on and, and uh, telling us what, you know, what, what the real situation is because we're looking at this from afar going, wait, that can't be happening. Um, not in Australia. It is. is. Yeah, it's sad. It it is the truth. It is what's happening. And uh, I appreciate your voice and appreciate the more voices that stand up and speak. It's weird because just before this all took place, I was in Hong Kong for Rebel News and I was reporting from the front lines there in the protest. And I remember just thinking, yes, let's get more of the world to, you know, shine a light. What's happening here on the, it is, I can't believe what is unfolding on these beautiful streets of Hong Kong. And now I'm here today in Melbourne, Australia. And some of those, some of the protests that I see here and I report on are far more dangerous for me as a journalist than it was for me then in Hong Kong. So I I have to, I, I have to take a quick break, but Avi, just give me 30 seconds. Are there going to be any small businesses that survive this in Australia? I, I feel like the plan is to kill them all. Oh, my God. And they may wow. succeed. Avi Yemeni, he is the Australian Bureau Chief of Rebel News from Australia. Thank you so much for staying up so you could be on the program with us. I appreciate it. My, Thanks, you bet. My, my Patriot Supply. Um, <laughs> If you kept track on how many wheels have fallen off the U.S. economy lately, um, I am in about eight minutes going to give you some news that you're not going to get anywhere else uh, on the news and from the Fed itself. And they buried it, just buried this news. And uh, you need to know about it. You also, please, have at least four weeks of food for your family ready. You know, um, it used to be a bad thing to be a prepper. I think it's a I think it's an insane thing not to be one now. Don't take any chances. I urge you to act now. You need to have at least a month's worth of emergency food, not to mention water purifiers or solar battery charges, emergency lighting and heating, first aid supplies. Please prepare yourself so you can be a blessing to others and not a burden. MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. They'll have everything you need for the challenging days ahead. MyPatriotSupply.com. 10 seconds. Station ID.
too. Do you do you do you even understand what they're doing? I mean, as you look in Australia and New Zealand, uh, what what you have any thoughts on that? How is that I have, happening? I have one real thought and one completely speculative speculative thought. Okay. The one real thought is that they're insane trying to to get to zero COVID. Right. And it it's worked because the, of the fact that they're surrounded by water on uh, all sides and have been able to largely control their borders more than anyone, any other country. So you could say that they basically, I mean, if you look at what they've dealt with as far as a problem of COVID-19, they've had almost no COVID. I mean, it's been largely successful to limit deaths however Correct. at an incredible cost an incredible, incredible cost. cost two years you imagine the health cri- the mental health crisis right. that is going on and the odd thing that they've done too is up until very recently they hadn't made any effort to get anyone vaccinated thinking they had essentially beaten the virus so they were at like when we were at 50 percent, they were at like 10 percent vaccination so you can't combine zero covid without vaccinating people in theory if you got everybody vaccinated maybe you could keep it out again i don't think you're going to get full success on this by any measure however my completely speculative just theory of my own is that people who live in islands are weird about this stuff so like when you're isolated on an island you get super super protective for it's example, a pretty big island. I know, <laughs> but I, I'm serious in this. Yeah, yeah, in that, I, like they are separated Hawaii. completely. Hawaii is mm-hmm. Hawaii is asking people not to visit. They are literally making statements to people who have tickets on airlines to come visit their their island. Please don't come. New Zealand is doing very uh, very similar insane. things. New, New Zealand is one case. One case. They Shut lock down the down entire, entire country. country. And I think there's this weird, like, isolationist, like, instinct inside of the politicians. But the problem is is that they are locking down. I mean, this is going to have deep psychological effects for an entire (laughs) generation of people who have been locked in their houses for two years. And I don't know. I've always seen places like Australia as very similar to Western values. No, they're not. They connect to us in in a lot of ways. no, it's, it's, there's no there's liberty. Difference. They don't understand the Bill of Rights. Mm. We're the only group of people that understand the Bill of Rights and islands. This is the Glenn Beck <laughs> program. Gosh, do you remember the good old days when a fishing attack meant that your buddy got too close to the edge of the boat and a shark got him? Uh, those days don't come back. Now you're worried about your identity being stolen. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day, we put our information at risk on the Internet. And in an instant, a cybercriminal could harm what's yours. Good thing there's LifeLock. LifeLock helps detect a wide range of threats, things like your social security number on sale from the dark web. And if they detect your information, because nobody can stop all identity theft... If LifeLock detects that something has gone wrong and you've been potentially compromised, they're not only going to send you alert, but they have restoration specialists on hand to help you if you do become a victim. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with the promo code BACK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or head to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BACK for 25% off. LifeLock.com, 25% off now, promo code BACK.
Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV, even if you're on an island. What? Please pray for um, our staff in Afghanistan and uh, pray for uh, those who are trying to get out uh, and throw a quick word in for me. I'm going to give you an update in about a half an hour. And honestly, I could vomit. Uh, I am so nervous um, about it. I, I need to talk to you about some things, but I also need to make sure that I don't say anything that I am not supposed to say. We are very, very, very close and monitored. Uh, and I just, uh, we need your help. And I'll tell you about that coming up in a half hour. You don't want to miss that. Um, Kroger has just come out and said grocery prices are headed higher this year. Uh, The Cincinnati-based Kroger company, which had $132 billion in sales, said inflation is running much hotter than management previously anticipated and expectations now for prices to rise another 2 to 3% over the second half of the year. Uh, beef prices are already up 14%. Pork prices up 12%. Poultry is up 6%. Um, they say the uh, further increases at the checkout counter will put further pressure on consumers who are already dealing with the biggest annual increase in consumer prices since August of 2008. Now, let me give you something that's a little wonky, but very, very important because it goes to the credibility of the entire system. Last week, we reported that the Federal Reserve Bank ceased publishing the GDP report called GDP Now. This is what the financial industry has used forever uh, and also academic community, and it is the primary and most accurate and robust GDP forecast produced by either the U.S. government or the Federal Reserve Banking. So this is a really important number. All of your cost of living increases for the government and also everything that is going on for financial analysts to look at, this is the number that they look at for a forecast of what is coming. All right. What's notable is that the New York Fed's GDP Now model and data, it is also the oldest robust domestic product data set in the world for U.S. data. It does things like break out what parts of our GDP are private versus which is public spending. Another really important thing. How much is the private economy doing and how much is the the government doing? Now, it's, I guess, sort of old thinking these days. The notion that real GDP is what is produced and consumed by the real economy, you and me, of companies engaged in mutually beneficial commerce. So, you know... China has uh, China includes the government in their official government spending and that government spending makes up 55 percent of the GDP because that's the way communism works. They include all government spending in their GDP numbers. But in a free market. 
GDP government spending is double counting. You don't do that in a in a market where it's a free market because wealth is generated by the citizens and that economic activity is GDP. When the government taxes some of that wealth and then they spend it on stuff, roads, military, should that be counted as the gross domestic pot product? Some economists say yes, some say no. But listen, if your wife, you and your wife make $100, and that's your net worth, then your son needs $10 for a school project. Would you say that you have a net worth of $110? No. If this, you you wouldn't. But that's the way the government is doing it. So the New York Fed ceased publishing the GDP Now report without any sort of fanfare or press release. Just a notice last Friday, a week ago this last Friday, that it was no longer available, including all of the historical data. And the reason they gave was complexities created by COVID-19. I mean, it's just so hard. And then all of the excess government programs. I mean, we can't guarantee anything to be accurate. So COVID made it too hard. So the Fed just gave up. Well, as of this past Friday, notice this happened on the Friday before Labor Day. And then this event, which I'm about to tell you about, happened this Friday before 9-11. We might have a better answer on why the Fed's GDP report from New York is gone. The Atlanta Fed. Remember, there are 12 regional economic districts. Wow, 12 districts. Almost like in the Hunger Games. Well, the Atlanta Fed updated its uh, fourth quarter GDP forecast. They did it. And they have revised downward by 41%. So the projected GDP number is now down by 41%. Now, Something like that would cause the economy and all the investors and everybody else to go into a tailspin. So what did they do? Well, when you know something's going to go cause the economy to go into a tailspin, you can either just say, well, that's the truth. Or you can just hide it. You can just not you can just not publish it. Now, this number was released by the Fed in Atlanta. It was done Friday, about 4 o'clock again in the afternoon. And we had 9-11, the overreach from Biden, the failures in Afghanistan, and nobody was paying attention. Again, we were. We're trying to watch the other hand. And this is really not good news. There is something wrong here very very wrong you can't spend your way out of this and the fed just sent us a very strong signal that they're starting to figure that out please get yourself into financial stability as much as you can please do the things that you need to do to be prepared for a dramatic downturn now the government is going to be 
you know, bailing everybody out. But just like in Australia, if you train people for two years like they are in Australia, just to take a paycheck from the government and do nothing, you have universal basic income and you have trained people. I like not working. I like not doing anything. And then you control the population. We can't allow this to happen. We cannot allow this to happen. And I don't think that you are getting the truth now anywhere close to the truth on the financial um, situation. We know you're not getting the financial truth on um, the pandemic. I don't know if you saw this, Stu, but um, 25 of the Lancet scientists. Did you see this? There were 20, 26 scientists that came out with um, Dr. Fauci and said, no, there is there is no way there is no way this pandemic is leaked uh, linked to Wuhan. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so they published, I think it was 27, 27 scientists that strongly condemned the conspiracy theories surrounding the origins of the coronavirus pandemic that has impacted all of us. They said it's man-made origins. Uh, we, we think that it's ridiculous to say that. And leaking from the lab in Wuhan, that's ridiculous. And everything was shut down. All conversation was shut down by this letter. Well, the Daily Telegraph, uh, it has had an investigation and Freedom of Information Act. And it has now found that 26 of the 27 26 of the 27 scientists who said that's ridiculous all have significant links to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. So one of them didn't. Yeah, one of them didn't. (laughs) That's right. So what do you got to say about that one, Mr. Beck? Yeah, one of them didn't. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. And this is the one that other... Uh, other scientists that were tied to this, I think it was Peter Daszak, if I remember right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. basically saying he wanted to keep his name off of it because it would look so suspicious. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's that letter. Uh-huh. Mm. And it it would look suspicious, and I think that's why we and the Telegraph uh, have been investigating this. We have our report coming out, uh, hopefully in a couple of weeks, that go a lot deeper than this. Mm. Uh, not only does it look suspicious, it's downright dirty. It was a lie. And it goes all the way to Fauci. And we'll show you that mm. here in uh, the next couple of weeks. We're a little waylaid because what we have on in uh, having uh, going on in Afghanistan, which is yet another colossal lie. <sighs> I want to leave you in this segment with this one thought. You are either going to continue to accept the lies that everything is fine, that the coronavirus uh, nonsense is uh, that they're all doing their absolute best. And Fauci knows what's going on in a good way. And we should all listen to Dr. Fauci. Or you're going to use your common sense and go, I'm not sure I trust him. I'm not sure I trust the people who are shutting us down. Uh, and I, uh, I'm i not going to comply with all of the things. I will be peaceful. 
but I will not comply. You can be somebody who says, no, everything is fine in Afghanistan. And there were only 200 people left in Afghanistan that wanted to get out. And the United States government and Joe Biden and the State Department, they're doing their best. Or you can say, I am not going to comply on that one. I don't believe that at all. You can be somebody who says, I believe the Federal Reserve and I believe the Treasury and there is no inflation coming and our economy is good. It's sound. And what we're doing with all this spending, my gosh, the Democrats should get their three point five trillion dollars in additional spending because nothing, nothing weird is happening there. Or you can say, I will not comply and I will make sure that I send people to Washington that do everything they can to stop this. I will make sure that I am out voting and calling my congressman and doing everything I can to make sure that my friends are awake to the fact that we're being lied to. I, for one, have made my choice. I, for one, serve God, not the government. I, for one, will not comply. You are being told you are not smart enough. You cannot figure it out and you can't do anything personally except comply. That is a lie. Back in a minute. Caring about your dog's health and happiness makes you a good dog owner. Even Stu is a good dog owner. And I know there's very little that makes you think Stu is a good person. Or does anything well. Right. 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 Not good at yeah. anything. But President Miles, you've kept that dog alive for <laughs> 400 years. 400 years. The guy is old. His dog is older than Joe Biden. That's and I'm not kidding. President Miles. He's definitely more active than Joe Biden. Yeah, he sleeps only about 23 hours a day. Yeah, he's awake yeah. a full a full. Well, not a full hour, yeah. but close to a full hour. He's right. pretty amazing. And when you started feeding him rough greens, mm-hmm. what happened? He What's actually the I mean, it went from like one minute a day awake to like 45, <laughs> which is doesn't sound like a lot for <laughs> the average lot. dog. That's a lot. Now, he moves around a lot better. He's more he you know, he likes going to the bowl. That's for sure. Yeah, and he likes getting the you know, because. He'll he'll legitimately sleep through meals. He's at that point of his life, wow. <laughs> like you know. But with rough greens, when when that's on that on his food, he rushes to that bowl. Yeah, it's rough it greens. Just, it's a slow rush. He uh, yeah. rushes. Uh, Uno rushes to the bowl, and he is more playful and uh, active than he's ever been, even when he was three. And he's ten now, and that's hard for a German Shepherd. That's really old. Uh, get a free bag of rough greens for your dog to try out. All you pay for is the shipping. Get Rough Greens at RUFFGreens.com or call them at 833-GLEN-33. You love your dog. We love ours. Put this supplement on top of whatever it is you feed your dog and see the difference. RoughGreens.com. The Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. There is a lot for us to do, all the things that we can do. People think that now they are too small, that they have, uh, they can't do anything. They can't change the world. You can, and you already have. And there is a, a movement that is going on and has been going on for quite some time. 
but they have doubled their efforts to convince you that you are nothing, to convince you that you cannot do things, that you cannot step out of line, that your voice doesn't matter. And I'm telling you, it will. It does. But we have to stand together and we have to work together. There are going to be some of us that lose our job along the way. But we have to live by the truth. We have to make sure that we speak only the truth and that we don't participate in any of the lies. I'll give you more on this coming up in just a second and give you an update on Afghanistan. And I beg you to please pray for our team and other teams and those who are currently in hiding. Um, we need the Lord's blessings to open up uh, the waters, part the waters and miracles this to happen. Is the Glenn Beck program.